looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want, and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is yet another episode of Who's There, our weekly call-in show, where you, the listener, calls in at 619-WHO-THEM and leaves questions, comments, concerns, um, and then we answer as many as we can. Or we just listen to you complain and we give you the satisfaction of knowing you made it through. Yeah. What were we just talking about? Grasshoppers. Ew. Milk drinks. Josh just took his bartender exam because, I mean, like, honestly, don't ask. So Josh took a bartending exam. The readers don't need to know the full story. But um, we were talking about the drink that he had to make at the end of the exam where it's like they they call you up and they, they could ask you to make anything. Right? Yeah. Like anything. And he sure. got grasshopper. Lindsay knew what it was. I didn't know what it was. I knew it was a milky mint drink. I knew it was green, so I assumed it was minty. And then I was like, it might be. I didn't remember that it was milky or creamy. It sounds and so good. <laughs> it kind of sounds like a drink that gives you diarrhea. And maybe that's like because of the dairy aspect. Everything's I just feel dairy. Like when I was in college, like... There was a phase where somebody I knew did drink a lot of white Russians. And actually, they used to drink them at that place, Odessa, which I don't even know if it's still open. Oh, yeah. They were like famous for their white Russians. And it mm-hmm. was like literally like you would have if you were getting fucked up on white Russians, you would have to drink like six glasses of milk, five yeah. glasses of cream, essentially. <laughs> so you'd be like six drunk. glasses of milk. You'd be drunk, but you'd also be like, um, I need my lactate pills or like whatever. <laughs> like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I do like your what you said earlier about like it being the category of drink that you put in a you put in a baba. It's like a baba drink. It's like mm, mommy needs her like like <laughs> saying like <laughs> fill up my baba. We didn't even say what's in the grasshopper. It's creme de mint, creme de cacao, and then milk. <laughs> so it's just like two sweet liqueurs and milk, <laughs> and then more milk. Two sweet creamy liqueurs like, and then I'm, milk. I'm not even a stuck-up person who's like, oh, whiskey on the rocks is the only drink I'll drink. Like, I love a cocktail. But I'm a lady who drinks bourbon. Get used like, to it. There's no balance on that drink in terms of, like, that's a fully disgusting drink. The most dirtbag thing I've ever done, I went over to Lauren's house 
to like make dinner or something. It was just the two of us. And I brought like, oh, I did. That's the thing. I didn't bring anything. I didn't bring a bottle of wine. Okay. And mm. I, we were just, we were just cooking. And she was like, do you want a drink? And she was making herself a martini or something. And I was like, I'm not sure. And I looked at her, at her options at like what she had. Yeah. And she had vodka. Okay. She had Kahlua. Okay. And then she had <laughs> no. Irish cream. And I was like, I'm going to make a mudslide. And Ew. I was like, can I make a mudslide with your ingredients? And she was like, yeah, I never use any of those things. She doesn't use the Kahlua or this weird Irish cream. And so now when I go to her house, I find myself making mudslides because like no one else drinks this crap. So every time you go, you make a mudslide. Not every time. It's happened like three times, but they're so good. It's like milk. That's too many times. This it's in is the like baba. how when Kelly and Jeff moved, I inherited like their old alcohol. Mm -hmm. So I just have like bottles of like Hennessy because Jeff like had a bottle of Hennessy. So I have like one two-thirds of a bottle of Hennessy. If you can come drink that too, if you want. Like just <laughs> rant, like my Lindsay, bar cart. <laughs> Lindsay, I have standards. I drink mudslides. <laughs> I mean, I don't have standards. I was, I, I totally bought into the pickleback phase. I drank fireball with the best of them. I've, you know, bought I've done, pickleback phase. I've done every single like stupid alcohol thing, you know, mm -hmm. and none of them have stuck by the way. Yeah. None of them. Always end up going back to wine or like just whatever. Just wine. Just give me a glass of wine. Um, you can add some soda to it. You can add some ice to it. I'm not precious, but wine. Yeah, put up, put up. Oh my god, wine, ice cubes. That's great. Oh, Fantastic. Wine, diet coke. I'm joking. That's gross. But wine and regular coke is yummy. What did the What did the waitress say with the wine and the diet coke um, at City Winery when you were like, Something. I'm gonna mix? <laughs> you joke. You were like, I'm gonna mix these because they brought us. We were drinking diet coke and then joke. she brought us wine. You don't and then she was like, Oh no, like that people mix them. <laughs> well, like, oh. no, she said um, somebody had her add simple syrup to their wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And then she told That's the sommelier. Grosser. She told the sommelier. She was like, "Do you know how much simple syrup I've been adding to wine tonight?" And the sommelier was like, "Shut up! Stop telling me the about the city this. winery." I didn't know that people did this. I didn't know people did. Can <laughs> I you didn't know that either. My wine. That's gross because they didn't have like a sweet wine on the menu, right? And she offered to do that, which you should never offer that, right? Someone had they didn't have sweet riesling on the menu. It was just a dry riesling, and so they were. She was adding simple syrup to the white wine before serving it. They were asking for it. This is such disgusting banter we've now been on. It's disgusting for about banter. Five Let's minutes. start reading some comments. Um, reading some comments, listening to some comments. They're wild. It's kind this of year. like we're reading the comments, to be honest. It's true. Never listen to the comments unless you're Who Weekly. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. So um, when y'all guys start talking about plaguing in Greece, I got to looking and like there's been a lot of American Idol contestants in Greece, and they've all been Teen Angel. Taylor Hicks in 2008 was Teen Angel in a production of Greece. Um, Melinda Doolittle, I'm pretty sure, was in a production of Greece as Teen Angel. Don't know why that happened. And then even like Ace Young and there's some other Diana girl, um, they were um, the two main leads in another production of Greece. So I think, you know, really American Idol should just break off and just do a Greece reunion, really, instead of just having American Idol, but, um, you know, I just thought I'd let y'all know that. Clay Aiken in Greece. <laughs> not, not quite. That sign-up doesn't quite work, but I respect it. This guy, I no, love this caller. No, but it's kind of good. It's Clay Aiken in Greece. I love this caller, number one, because I have a feeling it's Taylor Hicks. Hello, Taylor Hicks. Thank you for calling in. <laughs> I really, I love that Taylor Hicks called into the podcast. Just kidding. No, but what a wild 
thing. That's just something you do I when you are on American Idol. You did not know that gr- that American Idol was a feeder for regional productions of Greece. Uh. But you know, it makes perfect sense. There's a Christopher Guest movie in this somewhere where it's like people who sort of like a waiting for Guffman sequel-y sort of thing where it's like D-list celebrities on the touring Broadway the show circuit. Broadway tour. Well, regional, the, regional the other Broadway thing I circuit. thought of was one, obviously, um, what's her face? Catherine McPhee and Waitress being mm-hmm. like the prime example of this. Colleen Ballinger as the other waitress and waitress. Don't even get me started on that. And then the other thing is if if like the voice is a feeder for Eurovision in Europe, we in America, these competitions are feeders for local theater productions mm-hmm. and et cetera. Because I feel like a lot of these theater productions survive with like one kind of big name and Teen Angel, who has not even a full song, like half a song, barely a song. <laughs> he's like a, a, he's featured in a longer song. It's a perfect role for like somebody like Taylor Hicks. You're like, I know you don't want to like really get into this production, but here's this like small part. We can slap your name on the poster. It's, you know, we're in uh, uh, Boise and we'll draw some extra people because they recognize your name from American mm-hmm. Idol. It's like, honestly, gen- it's yeah. genius. It's the slightly lower tier version of how everyone started in Hedwig, how everyone started in um, oh, yeah. Um, boots, kinky yeah. boots on Broadway, you know? Boots in boots. Such a duh, such a duh. I like that you have uh, Samantha Mumba to star as Teen Angel alongside Peter Andre How in Greece. I would which is, was gone. this in Europe? Because she's yeah, Irish. Yeah, it must have been. It's. I think it was like in England, but I would have gone to this tour. This oh, is incredible. Absolutely. Peter Andre, a, I think, played Danny or something. A quick, oh, that makes sense, actually. Yeah. Um, Does it? Oh, that makes uh, like I've never heard of anything that makes more sense. Oh, that makes sense. You <laughs> no, and am I wrong? Sense. It makes sense. <laughs> it's just funny. Um, Samantha Mamba. I was on her Wikipedia earlier because I was like, "What's she up yeah. to?" And honestly, not much. But the the personal life. I love a, a sparse personal life section of Wikipedia where yeah. it's just a few bullets, yeah. and maybe one of them makes sense, and the other ones are just like, "This is the best we could do." Like this is all we could find mm-hmm. of the four bullets under personal life on samantha mamba of gotta tell you fame honestly one of the best songs of the 2000s um there's this and now you're back inside my house again (laughs) Um, uh, what a what a voice in february 2015 she escaped uninjured from a three-car pileup in los angeles (laughs) oh my god she escaped uninjured Wait, did anyone else? Was huh? anyone else injured? Probably. That sounds. No, I clicked the link and it went to a 404. <laughs> I just, in my mind, I see three cars piled, literally piled on top of each other, like comically piled, and she's like coming out from the. Un- from and under she's walking the on top because the like, video. The gotta like, tell you video is just her walking. It's just like momentum. Yeah. And she's walking away from. She's like, no wanna and tell you if you know me. No wanna if you know me too. Oh my god, that song is so good. I gotta play that here. It is incredible the moment you hear the you get the sort of like the pavlovian wah, response wah. like yeah 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 and i'm wah, like oh, wah, 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 wah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> it's so good it's sick what i retain it's like close to nothing and then the bass beat on samantha mumba's gotta tell you <laughs> that particular like synthy bass beat was such a yeah, a moment in time. That's from like the... we don't do that noise anymore that noise will come back in like 10 years 
I think right? that noise is being employed other places. We Where just, if, when's the last time you heard that? Like we don't hear that noise anymore. That was I'm like of, um, every, it was so ubiquitous. Song. It was ubiquitous in yeah the the early two thousands. It was everywhere, wah, and now it's wah, nowhere. Wah, 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 they like wah, disabled wah, wah. that button on the sound mixer. I don't know how music <laughs> works. <laughs> yeah. They disabled it. It's like, do not press until 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Me, <laughs> I'm just like, wait. ooh, I'm, I can't wait. How we only played one call. What's next? That's um, bad. <laughs> but, but, what? <laughs> what, what, what? Hi, um, I was just listening to your last episode, um, and I had to pause and call in because I'm actually an expert on talc and asbestos. Um, Just kidding. (laughs) Um, I'm actually not, but I feel like that's absolutely something someone would call in and say. Um, Could you imagine if I was actually an asbestos (laughs) expert? Um, Yeah, I don't even know what talc is, um, and I don't plan on looking it up. Anyway, that's all. (laughs) Me and Grease. Oh my God! Happy Pride! Love, I don't even know what talc was, is, and I'm not gonna look it up. Yes, that's okay. like our number one listener, and then our number two <laughs> listener is this person. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. I had to pause the episode um, <clears throat> when you guys were talking about um, JoJo's makeup, and um, it's because of the asbestos and talc and all that sort of stuff. And I just wanted to share even though this is going to be incredibly boring and you probably don't really care, but um, talc and the minerals that make up asbestos, the asbestos family are actually part of the same mineral group. They're phyllosilicates. So um, they're just like, like talc itself is part of like a clay mineral group. And um, like some of the other asbestos minerals, they're all just generally really fine grain, but they're all part of the same group. So, um, it's not really surprising that like one would be bad for you. They're all bad for you. I mean, a lot of stuff is like pretty innocent, but inhaling something that's like generally very fine grain is not great for you. So in general, actually makeup is not great for you to inhale like blush and eyeshadows and everything. Um, cause they're so fine grain. It's not great for your lungs, but not that you incredibly needed to know this. But it's nerdy, and I thought I'd share. And um, yeah, okay, that's it. Uh, crunch, crunch. Bye, bye. Wow. This, I want to be clear that we love the first listener, but, but we, we also, also love, love the second, the second listener. We love the one who's dragging very niche experts, and we love the niche experts. Well, like it's kind of like Angel Devil. Like the angel on my shoulder is like, actually, this is what asbestos is and like da 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 and here's and learn. Why don't you learn something? And then the devil's like, I don't give a shit what talc is and I'm not looking it up. (laughs) (laughs) So, Lindsay, here's Jojo realizing that asbestos snuck into her makeup. It took like you know how long, how many takes that took. I mean, you should put them in the. You should put them at the end of the episode. I ruined the joke. Here's asbestos coming to a party and not having anything to. And now I'm back. And now I'm. And now you're back inside my house again. Okay, we are. We are. Oh my god! I'm losing my mind. We need to move on. Like I need to move on. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. I'm listening to the episode where you talk about the 
Dupe, Parthenon, and Nashville. And I'm also just here to say that there is one in Scotland as well, outside of Edinburgh. But that one is the hooiest of all the fake Parthenons because they had, like, a set budget to make this fake-ass Parthenon, and then they got maybe 45% of the way done. Like, they didn't quite complete two walls. And then they ran out of money, so they just stopped building it. And it's just, like, from construction to this day, it's just, like, half of a weird Parthenon. And people still go and visit it and take pictures and stuff. But, yeah, that's my Parthenon, my fake Parthenon-related goth. Okay, I'm French. You can't deal with this. You're, like, crying. It's so funny. Oh my god! And even the like official like Edinburgh World Heritage Site calls it a national disgrace. (laughs) This unfinished thing. It's literally just twelve columns in this beautiful, uh, verdant landscape. Oh my god! Like Scotland, gorgeous. Can you believe? And then like there's this piece of shit. What? What shitty like 1822 GoFundMe like didn't get fully funded? (laughs) They didn't finish building it. That is so funny. That's so good. God, thank you for telling me about this. Like I must see it. Oh my god, they'll only half the money was collected, and when the work stopped in 1829, only 12 columns you see today were finished. To which some critics was a national disgrace. So they just leave it there. Oh my god, it's just a dump. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it is it's just, just a there. dump. Like at least the national one is. It's not full size, but at least it's full, it's fully finished. built. It's a building. It's, it's a also p- what's so sad is it's a memorial. So like the poor like Scots who died in the Napoleonic Wars, like only They're like what the fuck. The fuck? Oh, that's so sad for them. Okay, play the um, next call. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lucky for Rachel Brosnahan, Cetaphil hasn't updated their formula since 1947, so she was going back in time. She wouldn't even have to bring it. Also, is Cetaphil a who are them? Is CeraVe a who are them? Is Rosacea a who are them? Crunch, crunch. I can't even get into the second line of questioning, but you're a genius for for noticing that Cetaphil did exist. <laughs> so she doesn't have to take it back in time. Mm-hmm. And they've never changed. They haven't changed their recipe. It's literally like Cetaphil. Also, Cetaphil has parabens. Yeah, it does. A lot of people don't like Cetaphil, as they've called and told us. Um, Not that we said it was good or bad necessarily ever but here's well do not follow up with me and ask me what a paraben is i don't know but i know i'm not supposed to put them on my skin anymore (laughs) it's like a hormone they're like hormone disruptors right parabens sure the other thing that a lot of people called about was don't call us about parabens that that um none of the people in modernly mrs mazal just kidding i pronounced that wrong on purpose none of the people on the marvelous Mrs. Uh, Maisel are Jewish. Like none of them are. Like maybe one is like half. Alex Borstein? She is. Okay, fine. But in the main cast, other than her. Oh, Tony Shalhoub either, yeah. Tony's not. The wife is not. Like the husband is not. Like it's, it's a, it's bad out there, guys. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm God, still appalled really... that Rachel Brazan isn't Jewish just on principle, but it is fair it is to funny. come it's in like and say na- none of them are. Nationwide casting call for like a cool Jewish young lady. And then it's like, well, we found ta- Rachel Brosnahan. <laughs> Will this work? <laughs> She's brassy. Uh, and she can say the lines very quickly, which is all Incredibly you need. rude. Anyways, um, I just thought that a lot of people called and they were like, Lindsay. And I was like, yes. Okay, fine. Sure. Great. Bobby, did you know that it's Live Nation's concert week? And from now through May 14th, you can get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows? I did know because Live Nation sent us a list of all of the concerts. And I'm obsessed because I'm definitely going to see some of these people. Well, you can get up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, including Alanis Morissette, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson. Who else am I seeing? Lainey Wilson. Peso Pluma and Sarah McLaughlin, like back to back. That's fun. Megan Trainer, then Peso so Bluma, then Sarah McLaughlin, and have us the summer of my life. So grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to buy now. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, can you all please explain what is happening? Why is Bella Thorne with Whoopi Goldberg. I'm just really confused about it. Um, and I feel like only you all can explain it properly. Thanks. This is touchy. Me puts on my Princess Diana yeah. minefield hat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Truly. Okay, Truly. here we like go. Me like backs away from the phone or whatever. So what happened? Bella Thorne was hacked a week ago. Yes. And this guy was like, hey... Bella, I found your nudes. Here they are. If you don't give me money, wasn't it just straight up give me money? Yeah, something I will, like that. Um, I will release them. And so Bella Thorne shared the screenshots from the hacker and was like, this hacker is like this asshole and is trying to extort me. So guess what? I'm just going to release my nudes so they can't have the satisfaction of releasing them, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Kind of a cool, empowering act. Definitely. Whatever. Part Definitely. one of the story. We love it. We stand we stand a woman taking back her like autonomy. Okay, Great. Then, they talk about it on The View. <laughs> the View appears. And what's so weird is like, it's such a pure... Joy Behar with her cataract There's glasses on nothing... is like, tell me about Bella Thorne. Yeah, literally. Joy Behar has been wearing... Do you guys know that Joy, Joy Behar has been wearing sunglasses all week on The View because she had it's cataract been ama- surgery? It's been amazing. So, it's been amazing. Side note. But this goes into my point, which I'm about to make a very... Here's my You're thing. you make a point? No. <laughs> is that a joke? I'm not sure if that's a joke. There is a clear generational divide here. If you want to explain what's going on, it is purely and simply a generational divide. You have somebody older who's famous, somebody who's younger who's famous, somebody who didn't grow up with cell phones, somebody who did grow up with cell phones. I'm talking about Whoopi and Bella. And literally what happened is Whoopi says, and here's the part that I think is interesting and borderline correct, but in our time now is very easily not misconstrued, but interpreted correctly as kind of slut shaming. So here's what Whoopi said, part of it. She did say other things that were a little bit, mm, but here's what she said that I think was the most interesting. 
If you're famous, and I don't care how old you are, don't take nude photos of yourself. When they're hacking you, they're hacking all of your stuff. So whether it's one picture or a million pictures, once you take that picture, it goes into the cloud and it's available for any hacker that wants it. If you don't know that in 2019, that is the issue. You cannot be surprised someone has hacked you, especially if you have stuff on your phone. That is why they're hacking you. And here's what's right about that. Yes, it's true that if you take a photo on your phone, nude or not, it is unsafe because yeah. of all the things that are connected to your phone, whether you know it or not. And the other thing that's interesting about that is if somebody is hacking you, the, the if somebody, in, implying right. that somebody the, will famous hack people, you. Famous people are on the top of the, like no one is guaranteed to be hacked, but famous people are higher on the list of people who are going to be hacked yes. than people who are not famous. Exactly. And that is what Whoopi is saying. Yes. She's like, because you are famous, you are at a high risk of being hacked. So be careful. I I did not interpret what Whoopi was saying as such shamey at all. I didn't either. And that's what's upsetting because I, but I, I feel for Bella Thorne and I understand because the way that she's, Absolutely. the way that she's taking it, which is also like totally justifiable is like Whoopi telling her you shouldn't take nude photos. But that's just not at all what Whoopi but that's, was saying. I don't think that's what she's saying. And she's spitting it off to be an issue that I do feel like some of the women on the the view panel would agree with and they'd be wrong, which is a slut shamey thing where it's like if you take nude photos, you deserve to be hacked. That oh, yeah, is that's not probably, that is probably Megan McCain's opinion, and that's a bad opinion. Actually, it's funny at the end of the conversation, Megan McCain, before they cut to commercial, says like she doesn't deserve to be hacked. That she's the no one, one who chimes in. Hacked. No, but Megan McCain's the one who try who chimes in because I think she realizes she's not incredibly stupid that this is going to be the youngest. this is going to be misconstrued for a slut shamey conversation because you have all of these women in their forties or fifties being like, you know, if you take photos on your phone, you're fu you fucking deserve it, which they're not saying. But no. I fully understand how that is the interpretation of this, mm -hmm. you know? But that is, I mean, that is not what I think Whoopi Goldberg was saying at all. But I think it's like, what's tough is that it's useless to engage in this conversation because it's two separate conversations That's, that's now. the point. Because that's Bella point. Thorne is saying very fairly, hey, you can't tell me what to do. My new, you know, I'm allowed to release my nudes. I'm allowed to be a sexual, mm -hmm. per, a young sexual person. I'm allowed person. to take the photos. I'm allowed to I'm allowed to send them. them. Blah, blah, blah. I'm allowed to take them. That's but true. That, Absolutely. That's all fair and that's all valid. But Whoopi saying, hey, it's 2019. Everything is hackable. It's so easy. There's no way that you're protecting yourself. If you are going to take photos on your phone, expect that they are likely going to be hacked. Yeah. Which is a, which is a sad sucks fact of reality sucks there's basically um, no solution to this you know no there isn't um and so that's why she's saying the only solution is to not take them and she didn't mean it in a slut shamey way as far as i interpreted it i know but i also like, feel save like your ass yeah. because you're on the list you're on the list this is what um, sucks about this situation because everyone's like go bella thorne and i agree with her because the first part of the story in which she did release those nudes and took control over it and the whole thing was like i don't give a shit was a great I'm, story is a great story and also like go like great for her you know but the second part of the story is i think a little bit like there is that generational gap that would create conflict in having them each understand each other you know um my favorite part of this is Joy Behar's sunglasses. 
no Joy Behar saying, "Oh, this is the 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 part you clipped doesn't have the part where Joy." I'll, I'll put it in the episode what? where Joy Behar is like, "If I had a body like that, like like Whoopi's being serious, <laughs> and Joy's does. like, if I had a body like that, I'd show it off in the food emporium or something like that." <laughs> and audience is like, "Yeah." Literally, the fr- Joy Behar has made the same joke for forty five years. She's wearing her cataract sunglasses, and she's <laughs> like, "If my body looked like that, I'd you know." <laughs> I'd send it to every email address or whatever. <laughs> I'd paste it up in the, the local Cinemaplex. I saw the picture of her nude, almost nude or whatever. I, I, I have to be honest, if I, if I had that body, I'd post them at the Food Emporium. <laughs> Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, medium time, medium time. Um, I'm just calling because last week I read an article, I don't know, probably only just Jared, that said that Joe Biden's son is now married. This is the son who dated his brother's widow, but I guess they broke up. And then after, I don't know, then he went to South Africa. He met a woman, and 10 days later, they were married. And all I remember about her is that she might be an activist based off her Instagram, but she's like some wife blonde. Anyway, I just need more info on this. I know this is not positive America, but I think it's good enough information that it should be tracked down. So... Love you guys. Crunch, crunch. Uh, this story's fu- fun. Is it fun? <laughs> it's wild. It's funny. It's funny. Um, I'll tell you when it won't be fun is if he becomes the Democratic nominee, then I'll be like, this story is oh not God, fun. Won't. No, oh, he won't. Okay. Um, oh, God, I hope not. What I if know. he is? Oh, he oh, will. Yeah. Okay, not the point. Not the point. Not Where the am point. I, DC? Not the Where point. am I, DC? Yeah. Torture. So we all know the, 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 the introduction to this. Joe Biden, who is a you know Democratic presidential vice president. contender, who was former former vice president, had two sons. Has two sons, Bo and Hunter. Bo died of brain cancer a few years ago, and he left his wife a widow, Hallie Biden. So Hallie Biden is now a widow at this time. Hunter Biden is married to a woman named Kathleen. Kathleen and Hunter divorced in 2017. It's not a cute divorce. No, not at all. Bo starts dating Hallie, who is the widow of his dead brother. Okay, this is sort of like minorly scandalous, but like this is all happening when like Trump is like Trump is newly president, so we're like we can't even deal with this. Like right, like we do, okay, we can't so worry is, about Joe Bo Biden's is dating a widow, son. whatever. Yeah, G- grief, trauma, mourning. This all they all affect people differently. Okay, this relationship is going on, going on, going on. It ends abruptly this spring. And it's like, oh, wow, we kind of, a lot of us kind of thought Hunter and Hallie were probably going to get married because sometimes these things happen. And Hunter's when... first wife, the divorce with her was contentious. It was an acute divorce. Kathleen accused him of failing to sufficiently provide for the family. Mm-hmm. There was some kind of money issues. There was a drug arrest. And I put this in the doc, but did you see there was a, there's a crazy, there's a crazy days and nights rumors rumor from a few months ago that's like um let me just read it read it everyone in the tabloid world was just swallowing the whole weighted and appropriate time after leaving his wife's story that this celebrity offspring of two celebrities is spinning um a little digging will show that this whole relationship was going on while he was still living with his wife and i sort of agree with a lot of the commenters that this is about hunter was having an affair with um Hallie while he was still married to Kathleen which is why the divorce was so contentious and uh, and on the flip side there were reports that this new woman that he's now married to was living with her ex-boyfriend or husband Mm -hmm. when she and she started dating Hunter and that Hunter was still with 
Hallie while he started dating this new woman. So this new woman's name is um, Melissa Cohen. They met in, I believe, South early May. Yeah, in South Africa, right? She's from South Africa. The, the, the timeline that we are being told is that they met in early May. They got married 10 days later. The timeline that is rumored is that they met a lot earlier while he was still dating Hallie. Mm -hmm. Um, But honestly, who knows? Point is, he met this random South African model named Melissa Cohen. They got married. And now it's like, okay. Well, what's interesting about this too, and what you said was, so the the page six uh, speaks to uh, the page six quotes the post speaking to uh, her dad, his name is Lee mm-hmm. Cohen, and he says, she seems very happy. I've only spoken to Hunter briefly, adding that he'd like to meet him soon. So her father has not met her new husband. That's a clue. Yeah. And then the other fucked up clue is your favorite thing, which is the, which is page six. The emails. Gets these emails. Will you just tell the story of these emails? So the whole, the whole thing was drama, like with Bo. Oh, it's so already six, drama. So page six finds out that it's even more drama with Melissa, the new woman, because Melissa was also seeing someone whenever she met Hunter or in the immediate past, right? right? And it was this guy named um, Rob, Rob Mendez. Mendez. And they were living together for a couple of years. And then she meets Hunter. And then they get married. And so page six is like, wait, 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 wait. What was going on with Rob Mendez? Like, they split like right before she started dating Hunter. Let's get the tea. So page six somehow, right, reaches out to Rob Mendez's friends. Oh, it's the perfect um, people to reach out to. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so it's it's mutual friends of both Rob Mendez and Melissa Cohen. And page six does not explain their so- how they got these sources, but it's like, we got emails from Melissa and Rob's friends and they say this. And the emails say things like, wow, she just broke up with Rob. And then another one says, so I'm quite shocked by this being so sudden after their breakup. And it's like, what are these friends doing in their emails? Like, why are they not being pettier you know like, our emails are all like just like a, like slams on keyboard and like shady <laughs> eyes and like like whenever you whenever you start texting about like your friend who's dating like some person who's in a relationship person. with someone else soon after they started dating the widow of their brother like you're a little nastier and like funnier and there's more tea spilling but these friends are like weird interesting i'm quite shocked <laughs> they're very good um, but that's it. She is, to, to find out who she is, I went to the number one source of finding out who a new celebrity partner is, uh, Hollywood Life. <laughs> so let's read five things five to things, know. Five things to know about Melissa Cohen. Yeah. Number one, she hails from South Africa. Got it. Ding, ding. Melissa is originally said to be from Johannesburg, where her parents, Lee and, Z, Lee and Zoe, currently reside. Number two, she's divorced. Much like Hunter, who was previously bed to Kathleen Biden from 1983 to 2017, Melissa has been divorced. Okay. Number three, she's adventurous. Well, we can tell that. While little is known about Hunter's new bride, several photos surfaced on the internet of the show The Blonde, showing the blonde stunner learning to shoot a bow and arrow. So that's what wow, she's She's adventurous. They found pictures of her shooting a bow and arrow, so she's adventurous. She's adventurous. Yes. Number four, her wedding with Hunter was completely out of the blue. We know that. Come on. The couple was married by an LA minister who runs an instant marriage company, according to TMZ. An instant Thanks. marriage Number company. Five. Number five, she currently resides in Los Angeles. Oh my god! So they didn't meet in um, South Africa. She's just South African. She's South African. Those her were the worst. Have been, her five parents things ever. Those are terrible five things. But that's it. That's all there is to know. And um, I'm sure Joe is like, if you give them any more than five things, like I'm cutting you out of the will. 
I mean, I cannot deal with more than five things. I right wonder now. what the I wonder what the entire up the ladder thing is is how everyone's reacting I mean, to honestly this. are you kidding I, we like to think that joe is mad about this but joe's probably like yeah nice going son she's fucking fine as hell oh like we know that that's God. what's happening okay yeah. um yeah. what is next highland zimbabwe uh medium time medium time i'm just calling because apparently eugene yang i think is his name from the try guys which is a nightmare um just came out as gay for a music video but he's also been out as gay um, for, like, clearly two years and has been doing so much, like, queer content for them for, like, two years. And this just reminds me of when uh, Colton Haynes came out twice and Noah Galvin uh, famously dragged him for it. Uh, bye. Crunch, crunch. I love that we're all on the same page as in, like, gay people or people who follow gay people. Because the moment I saw, like, Eugene Yang comes out as gay and, like, beautiful, heartbreaking video, I was like, wait, he did this already. <laughs> and he has. He finally said he was gay in a Try Guys video. That's what I put in here. So in a different Try Guys video, he said, I'm gay. In a video called Try Guys Make the Ultimate Holiday Calendar. <laughs> <laughs> There's this thread. People who love Eugene and the Try Guys were like, he came out, 907, timestamp. If you're going to come out as gay and your video is not called I'm gay or gay or I'm coming out as gay, you are a missed opportunity. That's the a missed opportunity. Fun. I know when they realized this. Yeah. The funny, Colton Haynes did this. Colton Haynes came out twice quietly in a social media post, I think, also. And everyone was like, wow, Colton Haynes came out. Tight, cool, let's move on with our lives. But then like cut to a couple years later when he's like, wait, nobody threw up, nobody made a fuss. I got to do something bigger. Like Pride this year has been so extra. I've been having these conversations with my friends privately, but it's just like Pride this year has been like a wild ride. And so Eugene also got the memo that everyone else got where he's like, I got to go hard this year. Well, guess what his video is called? I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's called I'm gay. And Bobby's like, and we know. <laughs> I started it and I was like, I don't need to finish this. And then, which I ended up ultimately watching the whole thing. The music is good because it's that band Odessa. I have not, I have so not watched the whole good. thing. Um, He's like dancing. Funny. Not to drag, not to drag Josh. It's very like interpretive dancey. It's extremely well choreographed, huge production values. Yeah. And, but my favorite thing in the world is that it wasn't on his, it's like, it's still branded as Try Guys. Like it's on the Try Guys channel because they wanted more views. Right. So that's just like, oh my God. So right. Try Guys, Try coming out. Like, you know, the whole thing is extremely hilarious. Well, who, um, can you just quickly Josh goes, give like earlier, a, not to yeah. drag Josh. He's still in the house. He hasn't left for work. He was like, I watched, I watched Eugene's I'm Gay video. It's pretty good. Like very earnestly. Like, and I was like, okay. So we, the reviews are in. Josh liked Eugene's video. I didn't ask Josh whether Josh said, oh liked it. God. Excuse me. You I didn't, said you liked I didn't it. ask. I didn't ask for Josh's review. The 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 fact that he came out in a video like whatever. The fact that he came out is not the point. It's the fact that he's already come out. He came out twice. Can you just why is stop, this the new trend? Stop repeating yourself. If you're gonna say anything, who are the try guys? Like I like I don't think that this is something so, that everyone knows. Who are the Try Guys? The Try Guys are five guys. They like to try things. They used to work at BuzzFeed and they were BuzzFeed, you know, editorial staffers. And when BuzzFeed was like, let's pivot to video, they were one of the first big breakout stars and still the biggest from that whole initial. But wasn't the BuzzFeed whole joke empire. that it was like such hetero energy? They were always trying these like things and it was such, and it was always like to try guy the next video the try guys are gonna try is homosexuality. Like that no, was yeah, always the, joke the was kind like, of the try like guys funny, try being gay. Yeah. <laughs> And so 
Because they were trying. I mean, they would just try like such. It was ridiculous. So they like, like they try. They was, try like eating a thousand pancakes. They yeah. try doing all these it things. Was they try dressing up in drag. PG they try doing all jackass these things. for two thousand for the modern era or whatever. It was really dull. Um. So we finally came out in this video. It's getting so much attention. But of course it is. It looks like it. It looks like it costs like five million dollars. <laughs> it probably it did. So it looks so expensive. It probably was really like, expensive. It's practically like a single shot. Like it's like this like very well-made thing. It yeah. just happens to be old ass news. <laughs> it's like, old ass you, news. Are you like how much of how much shame do you feel for already knowing that he was like he came out? Like that's the I don't most... feel any shame anymore. <laughs> I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> What when I sleep to, on other beds, what is there I else get to say mad. is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm -hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm -hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm -hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Hi, Bobby. Hi, Lindsay. Um, I'm calling about last week who's there about Matt and Liv. I don't really remember exactly the conversation, but because um, it's been a week, and I meant to call it earlier, but I'm lazy and forgot. Anyways, um, I just saw someone tweeted or something about them and it reminded me. Okay, so um, you guys are talking about how, like, the Kardashians might be capitalizing on them because they look alike and all that stuff, whatever. Um, so I'm calling to remind you of um, there's this one of my favorite who's. She's from, like, the same – she's – her hometown is a couple towns over from where I grew up in Metro Detroit. And um, she – her name's Melissa Molinario – and she was in making the band three, Honey Two, and most recently was um, known for a couple years ago when she got married. She did like this ten minute long choreographed dance to like some Beyonce songs and whatever, and it just got a lot of buzz. Anyways, um, so in 2010, Melissa was in um, an Old Navy commercial and like was dancing and singing, and Kim Kardashian sued her for like looking too much like her and 
like because she didn't she didn't want her Kim's fans Kim didn't want her fans like um thinking that she endorses Old Navy and like supports like Old Navy I guess I don't know I didn't look, I haven't looked that much into it there's some old Daily Mail articles if you're interested but anyways I just think it's it was a different time too like Kim was like just starting to break into bend bendum so it like makes sense that she didn't want anyone else looking like her but now it's like totally has changed so anyways i thought you guys would enjoy that i love this woman anyway first okay. of all if you look her up um, now she's fully pivoted bye. to fitness she has a fitness oh, yeah. app called move mm-hmm. by melissa um great she is the creator of May and Power Booty TM link below. Wild. She's followed right. by all these like random reality show people. This woman has like pivoted her life a million ways and I respect it. Did you see that she also dated Reggie Bush after Kim Kardashian? No, because she So uh, No. So back back in like I vaguely, 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 vaguely remember because I started looking up Daily Mail, you know, um, Melissa Molinaro. And I was finding old stories from like 2010, 2011 about like, and they referred to her as Kim Kardashian lookalike until finally in, in summer 2011, it was like Kim Kardashian sues Old Navy for using lookalike model, parentheses, who just happens to be Reggie Bush's new girlfriend. <laughs> and like, yeah, she looked so much like Kim in this Old Navy commercial. Kim sued Old Navy. They settled out of court. Um, I really don't know what happened. No Meaning details Old about Navy the Old Navy paid Kim Kardashian. Probably. What's crazy is this woman looks like Kim Kardashian in this video, but in real life, she looks nothing like Kim Kardashian, which shows two things. Kim Kardashian has looked like many things in her career, Mm -hmm. and this woman was styled (gasps) to look like Kim Kardashian in this video. Um, Okay, let's keep talking about Melissa Molinaro for a couple more seconds, but then we have some news. Oh, no. What happened? What else about Melissa Molinaro? No, I have nothing else to say. I just Great call. Love the call. We love the call. We love a call that goes into deep into hell, which is this woman's like entire thing. What happened? Clicks on Daily Mail to look at that old old headline about Melissa Molinaro and Kim Kardashian. Guess what the top story is right now? What? Arkansas woman, 28, sues Hunter Biden for child support, <gasps> claiming he is the father of her 10-month-old baby, who he, quote, fathered during his relationship with his late brother's widow. Oh, the Daily Mail is like, the Daily Mail is ablaze right now. Her name is London Roberts, 28, claims she had a relationship with Biden in 2017 and that she gave birth to his baby in August last year. <sighs> oh, my God. She filed a petition in court in Batesville, Alabama, last month asking for child support. Biden was dating Hallie at the time of the affair. So now they we know why they broke April up. This year. Yeah. That's so fucked up. She doesn't want this to be a media spectacle. She does not want this to affect Joe Biden's campaign. She just wants the baby to get financial support from its father. What do you think you're doing? Like, that's not, that's not a, you can't. Oh my god. Okay, let's play who were them. <laughs> hey guys, um my husband and I were just having a conversation. He doesn't believe that Topher Grace is a them. So uh Topher Grace, who are them? Thanks, good form, Bella Thorne. Who were them? One, two, three, them. Them, but like with big yeah. who energy. <laughs> Don't you? I, I think he oh, is. Oh, I agree. A them. I think that's a great way of putting it. Yeah, he's a them. But he has like big who energy. Is Axe Body Spray a who or a them? French, French. 
One, two, three. Them. them. Sure. Yeah. Stinky them. A sti- stinky. <laughs> stinky. Okay. What about if it is stinky inside? It's a them with stinky tendencies. Axe body spray is a them. What would be a who of de- deodorant? Every natural deodorant that people no, say but work body but spray. don't you know work? What a who, you know what a who body spray is? Who? Bod. I want your bod. Yeah, what remember the bod? fuck is that? Yeah, I don't remember that, but yeah, that's remember right. Remember bod? Yeah, that's the who yeah. body spray. Okay. Is there another... Do, is body spray really a thing anymore for dudes? Mm, I don't think so. Ugh, Axe body spray. Oh my Because it's God. not deodorant. It, you're right. It's just fucking body spray. It's not deodorant. Body spray is very, it reminds me of very Victoria's Secret body spray. Like I would buy those. Disgusting smell. Disgusting. Or those bath and body works. How much like, like, like asbestos I inhaled from like those <laughs> things. I don't know if they what's have asbestos the bo- them. What's the, is it Bath and Body Works? What's yeah. the like classic scent that like everyone had? The one that everyone had when I was in middle school was Victoria's Secret, like sh- like champagne and strawberries, like body spray. <laughs> Think of how disgusting that is. Like smell, conceptually, it's like the grasshopper of sp- body spray. It's so, like body spray. Body disgusting. spray. Perfume. Great. We love our perfume. Body sponsors, spray. Body disgusting. Spray. Ew. Okay. Ew. Scrub, okay. Just for mass- Oh. Hi, um, is Ricky Lake a who or a them? I think she's a who. She was a them of the 90s. My girlfriend is adamant she's a them. Thank you. Good friend, brother. Bye. One, two, three. Them. them. Super name brand recognition, even though she was on Mask Singer and is kind of like washed up in terms of like. Even though she's doing like documentaries. Like she's doing weird documentaries now. But she's pivoting into like investigative journalism, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if teens would know who Ricky Lake is, though. Do you think they would know? I think they might hear the name and be like, oh, I know that name. They might. Right? They, but they would know like Jerry Springer. I don't know if they would know Ricky Lake. So maybe not. I don't know. You know who's definitely a who? Montel. Like the, Montel like, Williams. Sally, Jesse. Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Uh, I'd call her a them. To kids? Yeah, to kids a who. Yeah. Anyways. Montel who? Anyways, who knows? Jenny Jones who? Oh, big who. Love you, Jenny, but big who. Jerry who's. Springer them. Yeah. Because he represents something. Not great, but represents something. Okay, keep going. Hi, Who Weekly. I was talking to someone in my office about street cart food. So I'm wondering, is Nuts for Nuts a who or a them? Thanks. Crunch, crunch. One, two, three. New, New York, York them. them, everything else who. And no one has any idea what we're talking about. Also, the smell is more of a them than the name. Nuts for Nuts. The smell oh, is a the them smell. and the nuts are a who. Because has anyone ever eaten the nuts? But the smell is Never in know. my life. Yeah. Never in my life have I eaten a nuts for nuts. This is nuts for nuts. When you come to New York, they have they sell nuts on the sidewalk. Everything in New York smells bad except for these nuts. They smell delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. That's the best description anyone's ever given. Everything in New York smells bad except for these. They nuts. smell delicious, and I swear to God, these guys must. You walk these by guys must like, make oh. money off something. These people must buy nuts, but like They're I've everywhere. never bought the nuts. They're everywhere. Yeah. And it's called nuts for nuts. The logo looks like it's straight out of 1981. It is. And it's and it's. The best smell you've ever smelled in your entire life. I don't know what they do to those nuts, and I probably never will because I'm never going to eat them. <laughs> how much do you think it is, and in what vessel do you get them? Like, how many nuts do you get in a serving? I'm pretty sure you get them in like a paper like bag yeah, thing. Like little, yeah. And I and I, you and the thing about these nuts is that they're expensive because nuts are expensive. So like, it's not even like this is like a cheap like dollar hot dog. It's like Lindsay, you can't get you you can't afford like dollar nuts off the street, honey. They're like eight dollar nuts. 
these but, uh, these nuts are expensive. Do you know like in like like a European thing is like chestnuts on the on the on the street? Yes, you know like chestnuts roasting on open fire. Chestnuts roasting and you buy chestnuts. Yeah, like New York's version of that is like let's douse them in sugar and cinnamon. Yeah, and then just put them in a paper bag, which sounds and it's just like delicious. But these nuts are, are not cheap enough for me just to get casually. Or are they pecan? Or are they there's walnuts? all different types of nuts. Is Killian Murphy a who or them? Okay. Thanks, bye. One, two, three. <laughs> I was waiting for you. I think who? Who you think? He's character actory at this point, isn't he? He's character actory. And I thought that that name was special enough, but like people say Cillian, people say Killian. No one knows. Yeah, he's, he's tough. He's a who. He's tough. He's a who. That was tough, though. It hurt. Hey, Who Weekly. Um, I'm calling because Fred Armisen. Is he a who or a them? Also, he used to be married to Elizabeth Moss and is now dating Natasha Lyonne, which is crazy. Um, okay, good for Bella Thorne. Bye, love you. One, two, three. Them. them. Yeah. I think he's one of the bit. I think he's like, he goes hand in hand with Maya Rudolph. I think he's like SNL, 20th century, 21st century SNL royalty, um, Portlandia royalty. I think he's such a. I think he's done enough to. I think to he's done enough. People a, really love. People who him. love him love him, and people who've dated him hate him. So like, <laughs> <laughs> good one. I was gonna say, yeah. So Fred Armisen, them, uh, whatever. Move on. Yeah. Also, Google Fred Armisen. Yeah. Do yourself. Read about Fred Armisen. It's fun. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Is Carol Kane a who or a them? Man, Greece. One, two, three. Who? who? But like, but like, legacy. Who? Like, she is like, but because like, she is like an like essentially a character actress, right? A character comedian. But like, obviously, one of the most famous New ones. York royal, like a New York fixture of the New York yeah. social life. No yeah. social scene. I'm seeing, um, I'm seeing, um, Kate Berlant tonight. That she reminds me of Carol Kane You're a lot. Kate Berlant tonight. Yeah jealous uh, where bell house I there might be tickets playing. no yeah. one told me Pr- kate berlant was playing she's playing this week john's playing next week i told you about john oh, i can't do john oh. mm. kate berlant and now i have plans tonight uh she's probably sold out i love her so much um i'm just saying she she has kate berlant to me has a big carol kane energy i'm excited my, to see her i love her uh a Car- i have a carol kane story um, oh, strap in it. Strap myself in. Strap in for this Carol Kane. It's the same night that I met Meryl Streep. Two big uh-huh. moments in one night. Uh-huh. Um, the I Meryl Streep moment, very funny. No, I wasn't there for Meryl Streep. Yeah. No, um, but it was at a, a movie screening. It was a screening of um, uh, Florence Foster Jenkins. Went with Richard. We're it's at so the bar. funny that you met her at Florence Foster Jenkins, and the fr- only time I've seen her in person was at the Suffragette screening. So we both saw Meryl at like <laughs> terrible, two possibly terrible the Meryl worst movies. Meryl project no. she's ever done. Florence Foster Jenkins is actually really great. Um, weirdly, okay. it's very good. Point okay. is, well, it's not as good as Ricky in the Flash. This is meeting Meryl in the elevator, but uh, when we wa- I walked up to the bar, it was a, you know one of those little rooms, and the bar was there, no one was in line, and I'm like about to order, and then who cuts in front of me but Carol Kane? She cut you? Cuts me. And she orders Still Day on the Rocks. She cut you? She cuts me. And I was like, who is this woman cutting me? Like, ru- like, like swoops in. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I realized, and then she goes in front and she goes, Still Day on the Rocks. Whatever. I can't do Carol Kane's voice. Yeah. 
And yeah. I was like, oh my God, it's Carol Kane. Like, cut me, mommy. Yes. Like, <laughs> cut me. Like, cut me all the way up. Like, make me bleed, bitch. Like, I was fully like, yes. Uh, it was great. And she ordered Stoli on the rocks, which I think is really funny. Vodka rocks has a very, like, dated drink. Remember, like, uh, everyone drinks vodka rocks in Nora Ephron movies? Yeah, it's gross. It's disgusting. But, yeah. hi, like, high-powered women drink vodka rocks in Nora right. Ephron movies. So I feel yeah. like Nora Ephron really like vodka rocks. No fuss. It's just also funny because it's like... She that's like the dream is to be the person that you can cut you can cut, but no one cares. No one cares. Everyone's like delighted that you cut them. Incredible moment. Incredible moment. Um Okay, that's we're done. It. So yeah. thank you so much for listening to Who's There. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We've been getting so many lately and they're so much fun to read. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Support us on Patreon.com slash who weekly. New episodes every other week, a weekly newsletter every Friday. It's a lot of fun to write. Um today's oh, is written write by that. Lindsay. All right. <laughs> and uh, and that's about it. No other big announcements because we're done with our tour. So have a great weekend. Goodbye. Bye. Hi. This is the um, loving husband of a wife who is super into Who Weekly. And I got to say, I don't exactly understand, or I didn't exactly understand the draw of the show. But I do now, because we just passed a billboard for Chris Angel. And my wife thinks that uh, she's driving now, which is why I'm calling my wife thinks that Chris Angel is a who, and I think Chris Angel is a them. I think almost everyone has heard of Chris Angel, so uh, she also wants me to say R.I.P. Scar Joe Country Pop something. I love you too. Bye.